Namaste and welcome to Vedanta the River of Wisdom podcast. A podcast that brings to you the ancient flowing tradition of wisdom that reveals you up your being having a human experience. I am Swamini B, a Vedanta teacher and a Hindu monk, and your guide by the side. Let us flow you and I on the banks of the river of wisdom why does he or she trigger me so much why does this person come back again and again into my life why am i so dependent on this person what are the lessons to be learned in this relationship why can i not break free from this relationship the answer lies in this shloka in the vedic tradition rnano bandha rupena pashupatni sutalayah rnakshaye shaya yanti tatraka paridevana cattle or pets wife children and home are the result of previous birth bondage once the rinam debt debt is exhausted what suffering can be there our partner children home and cattle or pets are not only intricately connected to us we have a karmic rinam a karmic debt to these people we owe them and they owe us rnanubandha is unique to the vedic tradition because it considers connections with different beings across lifetimes rnam debt is based on the principle of reciprocity a mutual give and take If I have taken more than I have given I incur a debt and have to pay back to that person If I have given more than I have taken then that person has to pay back his or her debt to me It is a dynamic reciprocity a mutual give and take that is the foundation of dharma As we uphold dharma a harmonious and dynamic balance is maintained which moves the society forward as we uphold dharma a harmonious and dynamic balance is maintained which moves the society forward all of us understand dharma instinctively we want to be accepted and cared for the other wants to be accepted and cared for We don't want to be hurt, cheated or insulted. The other too does not want to be hurt, cheated or insulted. Although we understand this at a deeply intimate level, we do not always behave with the wisdom of dharma. Hence, we incur rinam debt. If the rinam is not paid back, it carries forward. Rinam becomes a bondage. when there is imbalance in my relationships 
Perhaps I need to give more or receive more, which affects me and others and keeps me bound. The shloka says that we have Rinanubandha with our children, partner, pets and home. Let's consider Rinam with our children and as children of our parents. Rinam with our children. A human child is completely helpless and cannot be up and running like a calf of a cow can in a few weeks. The human child has to be cared for, fed, burped, cleaned, clothed, etc. The growing child is then taught, cared for during illnesses, sent to school, enrolled in hobby classes, provided for in many ways. The process of growth continues for a long time, even legally, until the child is an adult. The parents or the caregivers care for and provide the child necessities and comforts with many sacrifices, big and small, of time, money and effort over a long period. Even if the child smiles, humors the parents and is obedient in the sense of cooperating with the parents, the relationship of the child with the parent remains one-sided. The child has been more of a receiver than a giver. The growing child is more of a consumer than a contributor. The balance is one-sided, lopsided and tilted. This grown adult now has Pitrarinam, a debt towards his parents and ancestors. To restore the balance, the grown adult has to do two things. Look after his parents to the extent they need, especially during their old age, and also to have children of his or her own. The principle of reciprocity is upheld both by extending care to the caregiver as well as by taking the generation forward. Sometimes if one does not have children of one's own, the renam is paid by being a caregiver to a niece or a nephew or a friend's children or even working in a home for disadvantaged children. The opportunity will show up even if one doesn't go looking for it. It is likely that the parents of this person may have been his or her children in a previous lifetime or had the same close bond of being a child and a parent. If this pitradrinam is not paid in this lifetime by ensuring care for parents and having children, then blessings from the parents are restricted or not available. Some of us may experience parents who were predominantly neglectful and have hurt us. It is likely that in the previous lifetime we have hurt them deeply and we are being paid back through our own karma because of the mutual rinam which must be paid back. They could not help but be nasty to us 
and we could not help but go through experiences of hurt and neglect. The cycle of Rinam is broken when we uphold duty towards one another. When do we know that the Rinam is paid back? When there has been a mutual fulfillment of duty towards each other and or there is death or separation. The goal of the relationship has been fulfilled. The love and support has been extended to each other and a contribution towards mutual growth has been done. No ragas and dveshas remain. There is no longing that you meet the person again, nor is there a dvesha, strong aversion that you want to avoid the person. There is only care and love which accommodates the other person. A recognition of this abiding, expanding love is better assimilated through the moksha pursuit. Rinano Bandha applies to our romantic partners too. There is an experience of deja vu which we cannot explain. We feel like we know this person for lifetimes, even though we have just met the person. Some people we are attracted to intensely. Clearly, there was some exchange in a previous lifetime that was not complete. And we have come together in this lifetime to complete our joint journey. Again, the karma exchange is fulfilled when we help each other grow enough to come to the moksha pursuit or there is a separation mutually or by death. Those who have pets, dogs, cats, cows, feel very connected to them. Many I have spoken to even speak of a past life connection. And so, whether we consider our renown to our children or to our parents or to our romantic partners or to our pets, a lot of questions arise. How do I know with whom I have Rinanu Bandha? All the people who continue to be in your life or who have played an important role in your life. It is much like a long train journey where you, the jiva, are traveling from B to D, birth to death. There are many train stations or milestones in life Different people get on the train, travel with you for some time and get off. Some interactions are superficial, some are deep and intense. Everyone's journey is a different one than yours. Some people will stay longer in your journey like your parents, siblings, partner and children. We stay in each other's lives as long as the renam has to be paid through our karma and duty towards the other. But if we get too dependent and entangled and obsessed in our relations, we are bound to keep the renam going through at least a few lifetimes. How does Rinanubandha affect me? I feel like I am not in charge of my reactions with the person. I may repeat, 
the same unhelpful patterns of interacting with the person which build my ragas and dveshas. Alternatively, recognizing my rinam, I perform my duties to my best ability. I know fully well that there is no perfect karma or perfect duty. We do what we can in the given situation and are relatively fulfilled as doers and experiencers. It is this person who can clearly recognize the vision of Vedanta in that I was never the doer nor the experiencer. How can I be free from Rinanubandha? The Rinam must be paid by the people concerned. As a partner, I love and offer support for my partner in this lifetime. Sometimes a relationship might not last very long as one of the partners goes against dharma. In this case, we recognize that this person was meant to be in one's life for a short period of time or in a long-standing marriage that ends with a partner's death. I recognize that the journey with the person is complete. There is nothing more to be said or done. If one has lived a complete life, there is no more Rinanubandha. Rinam stops being Anubandha, a bondage, through the pursuit of moksha. I see that I am free from all roles as I continue to play all roles lovingly. Because of some prarabdha contract, we are related to people as husband, wife, children and so on. Our relationships are all prarabdha contract based and last only until the contract runs out in this lifetime. Prarabdha refers to one's karmic account and experiences of sukha and dukkha that one must exhaust in this lifetime. No person is yours, although in a moment of love you may say you are mine. As a devotee, one sees that the only being you are ever connected with across lifetimes is Bhagavan. The other people across lifetimes may have a renam only for a few lifetimes. Finally, in a strange way, the understanding of Rinanubandha frees us in that we stop avoiding what needs to be done. We embrace our karma and seek to restore the balance in dharma. We are more awake to functional reality and can go through experiences cheerfully joining the dots of our karma, known and unknown. We see that the Vedic society was a responsibility-based society. We are awake to all beings that continue to give us, such as the devatas that preside over different phenomena, including the Pancha Mahabhutas. We are awake 
to the contributions of our rishis and teachers. We are awake to the delicious nourishment we receive on our food plates every day through plants. We are awake to so many services available to us through farmers, doctors, lawyers, engineers, architects, helpers, delivery boys, watchmen, security staff, shopkeepers, and the list goes on. Yes, we pay them, but that is not an indication of all the value that they have provided. Being awake to all that we receive and are blessed with indicates a rinam, which may not be a bandha or a bondage. More about this has been covered in the episode on Panchamaha Yajna, our five-fold reverential offerings. And so we are awake to the intricate web of interconnectedness and feel called upon to make our contribution. After all, balance must be restored and it starts and ends with us. We are grateful, we contribute, the wheels of dharma keep moving. You matter, your life matters, what you do with your life matters. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode helpful and offering insight, I do hope you will consider sharing this with your friends, family or on social media. Would you like to receive an email every month that will bring to you more wisdom, more happiness and more freedom? If the answer is yes, then our monthly newsletter Arshavitya Bharati is for you. It has articles on living our traditions, links to podcast episodes, articles and videos published elsewhere in the month, reflections about how Vedanta is changing the life of students, announcements about events and courses, profound Sanskrit sayings and much, much more. And it's not too long. Do consider checking out this month's issue and also subscribe. The links are in the description of this episode. The transcript of this podcast is available on discoveratma.com forward slash category forward slash podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have a request or a reflection, please write to me at swaminiji at discoveratma.com That's S-W-A-M-I-N-I-J-I at discoveratma.com As always, thank you for listening and we meet next week.